0: everyone and welcome to episode 10 of those magic sparks podcast a show about anything and everything related to walt disney world on today's show rachel and i review our most recent trip to the most magical place on earth settle in and get excited we seriously have so much to catch up on today on those magic sparks To those Magic Sparks podcast, everyone, I'm your host Peg Zisman, and I am joined by my wife and co-host Rachel Zisman. Hey, 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 hey! We're back. We are back. (laughs) It's been a minute. Has it? We have had. Oh gosh, it's been like two months. We had some serious technical difficulties. We tried to record this episode about a month ago, and right in the middle of the episode, my computer basically crashed. Mm -hmm. And so we immediately headed out to the Apple store. Weirdly bought nothing there. Got a TV at Target instead.
1: (laughs) Weirdly bought a TV instead. (laughs) Went for a
0: laptop, came home with a big screen, but that's all right. Um, So now we're here. We have solved our technological problems. Even tonight we were having some trouble with the mics, but you figured it all out.
1: Yeah, once again, I fixed everything. You're the
0: real MVP. And actually, we're about to plug a whole bunch of things that you've done.
1: I'm amazing. (laughs) What can
0: I say? In the two months that we have been gone, I will say we've definitely done plenty of work for the podcast. We had so many people reach out to us with such positive feedback. People asking when the next episode was coming. That's true. (laughs) Uh, People telling each other that they listen. People giving just different excited takes on things. So you took the liberty of starting an Instagram account. I did. Yeah.
1: So do you want me to go first? Oh, absolutely. Perfect. Okay. So I have a couple of updates uh, for those magic sparks since we're kind of blowing up. Um, First is an Instagram account. We started this before our hiatus or our off season, as I'll be calling (laughs) it. Um, So we could capture all of the pictures we took on our vacation that we just went on over the summer. Um, so all of our pictures are up there. So if you want to, if you're a person who likes to go back and look at pictures other people took, we have a little virtual scrapbook on there. So our Instagram is called magic sparks podcast at Instagram on Instagram. So if you're a person that uses Instagram, uh, we would encourage you to check it out. Like I said, we've got lots of cool pictures. Um, lots of people like and message with thoughts on different episodes or things that they want us to do it's
0: a very easy way to get in touch with us yes
1: yes so if you um, have any suggestions or things you'd like us to talk about we can do that we can make that a reality and uh, commenting or finding us on the gram as we call it could be a really easy way to do that
0: yeah. And I want to give a special shout out to a family who's really made a point to reach out to us on our Instagram and have done it since day one. So shout out to the Stearns family. Thank you so much for all that you've done to communicate with us and support us. We definitely appreciate it and have enjoyed uh, talking with you on there.
1: Yeah. yeah. And not that um, this is the main focus, but there are some pictures of our dogs. So if you like pictures of dogs...
0: Who doesn't like pictures of dogs? <laughs> right, I know. Uh, if you don't like pictures of dogs, I don't know. I it's gonna be a tough friendship to have. Right.
1: One. I mean, I don't wanna. Um, I don't wanna say that our dog is super photogenic and adorable, but I do want to say that. So no, he is. His, we taught him how to pose for selfies. Right. So his um, images on the Instagram are very worthwhile.
0: <laughs> and actually, your Instagram or our Instagram has also been used for you to show off. Some of your artwork that you've been doing for us on our Redbubble.
1: What a perfect segue. Look so at that. I know, look at you. So um we've been working on putting together some graphic design things for the podcast, things that we've talked about, um, different things that come up or requests that we've gotten. So if you've never heard of the website called Redbubble, it is a website where artists or graphic designers can upload different artwork that they have. And um, so there's a ton of different stuff on there, a whole bunch of fan stuff. So if you haven't checked it out, I would suggest it. But we have a page there as well. Um, It is called Magic Spark Pod at Redbubble. So if you wanna check it out, I would recommend it. We've got some artwork from um, some of like the logo stuff that we have for our podcast, if you're a super fan.
0: You also made a design of a Dole Whip which got complimented quite a bit because you wore it. I know. Yeah. So if you check out our Instagram page, you can see in
1: a couple pictures, Peg and I are both wearing designs that I made. So Peg's wearing the hurry back with the haunted mansion bride on it. uh, For a couple pictures, I'm wearing um, a Dole Whip shirt that I designed, which is a glitter Dole Whip. Um, So if you are (laughs) a big Dole Whip fan, you have like a really are. cool
0: Madame Leota logo, too. We do.
1: Yeah, at Madame Leota is on there, makes an appearance as well. So um, if you want to check it out, that would be great. Also, if you um, have any ideas or things we could continue working on or anything like that, you could find us on the Instagram, check us out on Redbubble, see if there's anything that you want us to keep working on. We've got um,
0: a bunch of compliments on the different designs that you've made. I even have a couple stickers of your designs on my water bottle. Yeah. Check us out. Check us out. What we're really here to talk about on today's episode is a review of our most recent trip. We went back in July. Uh, and now I recognize that's about two months ago. Yeah. As I said, we tried. We tried. But we got back from our trip. Our technology crashed. Work. And we jumped right into educators, the, We both had right, to go back to school. The busiest time
1: of the year for us.
0: So. Yes. But now we're back. We're better than ever. And we're yeah. ready to go. So let's rewind and tell you about our trip because I think it was really an excellent experience. We went for one week and it was essentially a duplicate trip of the exact same thing we did. It was very similar to last year. To our honeymoon last year. Yeah so it's kind of become our thing to go uh, that time of year. Yeah. So our trip was uh, seven days long we stayed at Pop Century. We did. We did. Because our philosophy is basically we just want a bed and a bathroom. <laughs>
1: we spend a lot of time not
0: in the hotels. So, yeah, we're just sleeping in them or in the theme parks mm-hmm. the rest of the time. And I have some thoughts on that. You know what? Why don't we start there? So, we stayed in the Pop Century hotel. We've stayed there two times now or three times? This is our third time. Our third time? Yeah. And we stayed in one of the refurbished rooms. We did. Excellent for all the reasons we knew it would be. I like the more modern look to it. It had a ton of built-in USB ports yes. right into the wall. They really maximized storage space and counter space. They did. I think
1: the room is the same size, which isn't huge, but they made really good use of the space.
0: Yes, they have a bed so you have instead of two full beds, you now have two queens, one of which is always permanently out the other one, which is a Murphy bed, so it can come in and out of the wall. And if it's up in the wall, then you have a table there. Is it called a? It's called a Murphy bed. I think so. Yeah, I've never
1: heard of that before. Yeah, Murphy
0: bed. All right, I'll try you. <laughs> <too. laughs> so well, and actually, we ended up only needing the one bed until. I threw up halfway through the trip, and then we utilized yeah, you get too. Sick, I know, but, but we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah, that's so. <laughs> a, that's unrelated to the hotel room. But yes, yeah, we didn't pull the um, second one. Peg had yet Jeff another around. vomit yeah, experience right, no. at Ugh, Disney World. God, yeah. if I had a penny for every time I puked, yeah. no, no. So anyway, so the so the room was really great, and we also really liked uh, in the shower they had the rainfall effect. <sighs> they
1: did. Oh, the shower was great. Yeah. So it had
0: options. You could have like the removable shower head yeah. wand thing. Yes. Or you could have the, from the top rainfall effect, or you could have them both going at the same time.
1: Right. Or, yeah, so that, yes, yeah, so you could kind of pick and choose your shower adventure. Also, I don't know if you, um, if this was, this was brand new, I think, where they have the dispensers on the side of the wall. Yes, was that was the, the first new... time we
0: had experienced Yeah, that. and I actually really liked it. I thought it was nice. The dispensers on the side of the wall were useful and practical we had never used any of the soap shampoo or conditioner that they had given no. to us before when they came in the complimentary little baby bottles mm-hmm. the ones attached to the wall they were clean they weren't gross and they were quality products so we yeah. liked those yeah i am very
1: Very picky about uh, shampoos, and so I never, if ever I go to a hotel, I never use it. I always bring my own shampoo and conditioner and stuff. And I think from going forward, I'm going to use the Disney stuff. So
0: I love it. That's less. Yeah, I know less we have to pack. (laughs) I know
1: because I use a lot of the um, shampoo and conditioner that comes in hotels is not good quality. So it feels like you're washing your
0: hair with dish soap or something. So
1: it's.
0: But Disney's was nice. It was really nice. It was a sea salt thing and.
1: An ocean mist or something like that. Yeah, it, it was, was nice. very, it was very
0: beachy. I liked it. Floridian, Floridian. Yes, <laughs> I will say, however, um, as much as I enjoy Pop Century's rooms, I think I'm starting to kind of outgrow mm. the rest of it, and yeah. by that I mean because it's a value resort, there are a ton of individuals staying there who are very young. And perhaps uh, louder and more likely to be in the cafeteria at, like, 1130 at night or yeah. midnight when you th- you're you just tired and you get home and you just want to grab an- a snack. The cafeteria was packed. Yeah, I there would say... There were a ton yeah. of tour groups there. There
1: was a whole bunch, like, just... I it felt like a trillion, but I'm sure it was less than that. Um uh, If you want
0: to know what it feels like to be surrounded by hundreds upon hundreds of sixteen year olds and you don't already work in a high school, um, go to Pop Century apparently <laughs> in July. Yeah, there was
1: which is fine. But I think if you are older than sixteen, um, the antics of a group of a hundred and fifty or so uh, 14 to 16 year olds
0: per, per group per group and there's more and one, there's more than one, than one of, other, of those yes. um all <laughs> in the
1: cafeteria at once becomes less adorable i would say and so um there was just a lot of a lot of teenager stuff happening which is great live your life
0: You to i you, might teenagers. be ready to move on <laughs> to a new stage in my life yeah yeah
1: <laughs> i think especially because we are um later to the park and then stay later people we're not the yeah. rope drop people um we're night owls. we're night holes and so when we're coming back and we're just hoping to grab a quick snack in you know the cafeteria dining center area that they have and it's just packed with 15 year olds yeah. A less magical way to end your day, I would less, say.
0: Less, less magical. Less magical. Yeah. <laughs> Although speaking of not wanting to end your day on a non-magical note, we also tried something new on this trip. We did, and that was the minivans, mm-hmm. and also Uber in general. We started yes. using that for getting home from the parks at night. Um, we knew that our least favorite part of the trip every single year has been Weaving
1: trying to in ride the
0: line, and yeah. Waiting in the line isn't even as bad as actually being on the bus. Yeah. In standing room only. If you are
1: going to Pop Century, it's a bit of a journey. It's about a 25-minute bus ride. From Magic Kingdom. From Magic Kingdom. And if you've had a really hot, sweaty, long day already and you had to wait in line for 45 minutes to get on the bus, it's just, it is not the most magical way to end
0: Zero out of ten would not order
1: it again. Yeah, that's no, good. It's one just one star on
0: Yelp for me. It's children falling asleep in the aisle while standing. Everyone's sweaty. No one's happy. And your feet could not hurt more. Yes. 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 So we took, <laughs> what we decided to do is we decided to try out the minivan service, which is was a flat $25. Yeah. Uh, and that is across the board. If you are going from any point on Disney property to any other point on Disney property, one stop. $25 and mm-hmm. so we did that um, to get home from Magic Kingdom Yes, one night and I would say it was we wonderful and I would it. do it again.
1: Yeah so um, we, I mean you kind of have an idea for when buses are going to be super busy. It's usually right after park close. Or after um, any fireworks. After the fireworks are done. Like there's times that everyone knows the park buses, the buses away from the park are going to be really busy and if we anticipated that we took either the minivan or an Uber home. The Um, Ubers
0: are about half the price. And we had some really kind drivers and I liked that. Yeah,
1: I think you kind of have to go with your level of comfortability on it too because um, both of us are more familiar maybe with ride-sharing services. And so taking an Uber or a Lyft home doesn't feel as weird to us. But I think if you we're brand new to ride sharing this might feel a little bit strange so
0: yeah because you're literally getting into a stranger's car which i don't know about you but i was always told that to i was told to not do that as a child i know you're a school counselor (laughs) so you're the one that's telling children not to get into strange vehicles i Um, did it and i gave them money yeah
1: the minivans are owned by you like the disney corporation and operated the same way i think any like
0: it's driven by Disney it's cast somebody, members. a cast member that
1: works there. So you have a little bit more um, feeling of potential security in it, but we loved it. I'm never going back Either way. to Yeah, right. We loved it. We loved both <laughs> using Uber or Lyft, kind of whatever is best for you, and we
0: loved using the minivans. So. I will throw in this caveat because I think it's important for people to know. The minivan has access to pickup locations that... Ubers do not. The yes. minivan at Magic Kingdom is allowed to pick you up at the bus stop for your location. and Or, I'm sorry, yeah, because it has its own... It has its own lane, sort of, that it goes into. So, at Magic Kingdom, you
1: know, there's a big loop that all the buses go in the middle somehow. I don't know how they get in there. The minivan drives up, and it's a similar to... It looks similar to what the bus stop queues look like, but it'll only have like four people waiting in it. So, yeah, like two families. Um, And you're all just waiting for the van that's assigned to you. So when you call it, it'll say your van is number whatever, and you wait for your van to get there. Usually it only takes – I mean, we only probably waited 10 minutes at most for the minivans or the Ubers to find us.
0: If you take an Uber, and this is what I was trying to get yeah. to, they can't pick you up at the Magic Kingdom bus stop The closest that they can get is the Ticket and Transportation Center. So you're going to have to walk a distance to get to them. So that's something to keep in mind if what you're trying to eliminate is walk time and wait time, essentially. Because that's what we do it. The wait time is, I guess, a wash, but the walk time definitely increases if you decide to go the Uber route. But enough of transportation, enough of hotels. I want to get into what it is that we did we got to our um, Disney vacation, and the very first thing that we like to do whenever we get there is go shopping.
1: <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Who are we? We're shoppers. We're yes, shoppers. I know.
0: Well, we had saved up all of our Disney gift cards for about a year, so we and we had been eyeballing on the Shop Disney Park apps the stuff we wanted, and we were heading to Disney Springs. And let mm-hmm. me tell you, Disney Springs had opened some really cool. I would say, fashion-esque shops targeted at adults who want to be able to wear Disney apparel in their everyday lives without looking like a child. And let me let me paint you this picture. When I used to go to Disney World in the 1990s, all I can remember in terms of apparel options were, like, tie-dyed t-shirts with the Fab Five characters uh-huh. popping forth, like, out Exploding of the shirt. Exploding out of yes. your chest. Yeah. In, like a, like, an overly... Just tacky, yeah, and they and often shirt. always said like summer
1: vacation, nineteen ninety eight, or just something just super like that. extra, as as ugly as they could possibly make the shirts. That's what they yes. used to look like, yeah. and
0: all of them would kind of be that like standard T-shirt quality, that uh, thick, yeah. heavy cotton. These stores at Disney Springs that they've started opening are just so much more comfortable and they look cool too so we went to disney style which had that fashionable type stuff yeah it was much pricier well well much pricier than every yes it's pricier than everyday stuff if you Um, were
1: shopping normally in madison where we live but
0: yeah but it was definitely really cool looking stuff. It also was targeted mostly towards more feminine apparel. That's but true. it did have some masculine apparel as well. And they also had really cutesy accessory type things. We ended up getting a Mickey Dilly Bar stuffed animal thing there. Yeah. And used that as some photo propage. Yeah. Yeah, and then we also went to World of Disney, which they had completely just remodeled, and gave it more of a modern industrial type look. And there, oh, we just had a field day. Every yeah. spirit jersey you could ever want that has never seen the light of day online. Oh, so good. It was all there. I got there was. this really cool... Like Columbia blue with purple iridescent stripes. Yeah, it's sort of like mermaid jersey. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's so cool. It kind of looks like a sully pattern yeah. from Monsters Inc., but yeah. it's
1: but it's like a reflective yeah. lettering and yeah, it's really cool. I really liked it. And I got a really cool a couple of cool millennial um accessories. Millennial pink. Millennial pink. You got so the got, millennial pink. I got the millennial pink spirit jersey, which is like a light <laughs> pink with um kind of a rose gold Printing on it, and then I also got Millennial
0: Pink ear. Ears. Ears. I was just saying ears ears for a second. Ears. Just straight up, just regular ears. ears.
1: Yeah, and Mm -hmm. yeah, it was great. And they did a good job. I thought it was really well. It really pulled you in, which was cool. It had different distinct sections that were really easy to navigate through, and they definitely had a lot of stuff that I had never seen online. So.
0: I loved that. That was exciting. That made me very happy. We also checked out the Disney PhotoPass studio that they have in Disney Springs. And I liked that. It was, it had like a brief little queue that you waited in that we had like one family in front of us. Yeah, it was very short. And then a cast member comes and puts you in front of a green screen. Yeah. And they give you some prompts for different poses. And then they select backgrounds for you. I will say I had kind of hoped that we would have a chance to pick out some of our backgrounds because Mm. I I was kind of thinking of doing some like family Christmas photos yeah and that didn't happen but I didn't actually ask in fairness so they may have had that as an option I just didn't know um instead we ended up doing some really I loved what we got we got the Peter Pan it's like Mm. a picture of us it looks like we're flying over the London scene in the actual ride yeah Peter Pan's flight and they got they let us do some like
1: Fireworks. Cute couple-y ones. Yeah.
0: Main Street USA fireworks. Main Street just totally empty. That one was cool,
1: yeah. yeah. So you can really get a fully empty Main Street picture. Yeah.
0: there were, Actually, it was kind of funny. There was a moment where we're like, can we do, like, a romantic one? And she goes, oh, yeah, hold on. Let me change the background. Because she had been doing, like, a Wreck-It Ralph one. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, yes, 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 let me change this. Yeah, give this. me one
1: second. I know. Or, yeah, She prompted <laughs> us to do, like, do what? kissy face or something like that with your special friend. That's you. That's what they call uh, us. And she said, oh, wait, wait one second, because she was about to put us, yeah, with a Rocket Ralph Ralph. background. So that was funny.
0: Yeah, I enjoyed that. And we got some very cute photos out of it. And that led us into our much anticipated experience eating at the Edison.
1: Yeah. That was a super I thought it was a cool experience. I think some of the food I wasn't like in love with. I think the appetizers we got were good. The entrees were kind of not good. But the atmosphere and the entertainment was super cool. So Yeah, so
0: for anyone who has no idea what the Edison is, it's a it's themed to 1920s. It's very industrialized. I would say it's almost like steampunky as well. It's basically it's hip. It's cool
1: and yeah. it's all the excitement of yeah like 1920s without any of like the sad parts of it so,
0: yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no dead industrial rat type yeah things. right uh-huh. yes no the entertainment was excellent was i loved Super the cool. dj who was playing very modern versions of no i'm sorry flip that very 1920s style versions of modern songs
1: yeah i would say if you saw the great gatsby movie that came out
0: With Leonardo DiCaprio With Leonardo
1: DiCaprio, yeah. It
0: has that vibe perfectly. Very
1: similar, which was really cool. Um, They did a lot of cool modern music in that style. It was clear that a lot of the music and artwork and things had been made specifically for the Edison, which was really neat.
0: Mm -hmm. In terms of food, like Rachel said, we loved the appetizers. We thought the candied bacon was to die for. Oh, so good. So good. So good. If you want to rank foods in on Disney property we've had that I love. Candied bacon, I think, is probably right up there for number one with me mm-hmm. with the bread service at Sanaa.
1: Yeah, right. It's, it's right there. way, way up there. Yeah, it's, it was
0: great. Phenomenal stuff. Uh, but the food, we both agreed that the entrees were savory salty. to the point like at first couple bites I'm like oh it's savory it's nice and then it quickly felt too salty yeah and we both felt like it was a little I couldn't even see it it was really and crazy it looked like it was really quality food but the way that they made it I don't know they're they probably are working on it hopefully they tighten it up I, and then you know we didn't try any of their cocktails but I've only heard wonderful things about it and yeah. people pretty consistently say if you're going to go there go there for like drinks and appetizers, I would have to say after our experience, we're probably on the same boat with recommendations. Yeah, yeah, and entertainment for sure. We definitely oh, made sure so that cool. we were there for the entertainment. Yeah, and, and we, we stayed.
1: Um, actually, we were about to leave, and our server said, "Wait, stay five more minutes because the next act that comes on, they had ballroom dancing happening before, or like swing dancing, swing I guess. Dancing. Yeah. Um, and a woman came on and did a really cool performance, I guess, with a whole bunch of hula hoops and a sort of like acrobatic. It was very Cirque du
0: Soleil. The hula hoops, yeah, it was super by the cool. way, were all they with were lighted. neon lights. Yeah, they were super cool. And she was spinning them. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, it So was it was cool. the, our
1: server did us a solid and said we were about to leave and she said wait five more minutes because this next act is totally worth waiting. So I'm glad we did. So.
0: Oh, and last thing I want to say, all of the servers wear suspenders and bow ties. Loved, loved it. it. Yes. <laughs> okay, so the next day we I always kind of have the philosophy that the first park I want to do when I get to Disney World is Magic Kingdom.
1: Because Obviously. Because you're, yeah.
0: you're thinking of those rides, and so you got to do it. So that was our first day, and it was so much fun because I had done my homework and figured out a method where you, you play around with the fast passes enough using that online app they give you. And you can really maximize your use of fast passes. I'm not exaggerating when I say using that fast pass system that we figured out, we got about ten fast yeah, passes. Yeah, you did a great day. job with it. We didn't wait in any any lines without a fast pass. Literally zero.
1: I'm trying to think of the longest line we stood in and I can't even think of one.
0: None. Uh, well for the entire trip, the longest line we ever stood in was Test track. And well, we had a Fast we Pass We did pass have a Fast Pass. It, the Fast Pass line just took 45 long, minutes to right? get through. I, know.
1: I forget how long the the entry point into Fast Pass is. They just have so much pre-show stuff there that takes There's a lot forever. of pre-show stuff. Yeah, and you got to build your car. you
0: got to get in. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot more. But I will tell you, we did not wait in a single line. None. Everything no, was, was Fast great. Passes. So, and however long the Fast Pass line was, was how long we waited. And that was it. Yeah. So, I will say the highlight... Of our first day in Magic Kingdom was an experience we had been talking about for two years. We wanted to
1: try something new.
0: We sure did. We went with
1: a thing that everyone has heard of, but we had somehow never (laughs) done before.
0: Country Bear Jamboree. Jamboree. Um, Which
1: was (laughs) honestly like the weirdest 10 minutes of my life.
0: Oh my God. It was so bad. It was good. Right. I think... I hated it so much I that hated I loved it, it. so much that I loved... Yeah. I think
1: um, even now reflecting on it, waves of how weird <laughs> it was are still hitting me. Because in the moment, there's just so much to process. And it's so <laughs> weirdly inappropriate.
0: I can't think of it without, like, giggling and smiling. Yeah. I, I sat there so... the whole time flabbergasted. And that's the word I'm going to use. I'm yeah. going to stick with that one. Uh, yeah. I was
1: <laughs> genuinely amazed...
0: Because it's the quality of... Um, Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese. chimps. if you had those. Right. Um. Those robots that would... The screen curtain opens, and they just like gentle movements, and then mm-hmm. they sing, and they're... Do you know the scene in a Goofy movie... Where they go see the possum show? Yes, and they're like very... falling apart. That was Disney making fun of itself in Country Bear Jamboree because it's literally the same show, same show. It Except is. instead of possums, it's bears. It's bears.
1: Yeah. Right. So <laughs> I would say very similar to the Tiki Room, like on the same level. Agents of technology. In terms of technology, but so the songs were the weirdest songs I had ever thought existed.
0: I, I mean. I don't want to repeat some of the lyrics on here. They even were though
1: actually like, I wouldn't describe them as PG lyrics. No. No. I mean, they probably go over some kids' heads. But I'm sure they go over kids' heads, but I think adults watching them. They didn't them, go over mine. We were like, I think we both had to go back and double check with each other that we did indeed hear the words we thought we heard.
0: Well, to be clear. so they, inappropriate. They put the lyrics on the screen. Yes. There's a screen in there and they show you the lyrics just to really hammer it home. Can, okay, so there's a character in the Country Bear Jamboree named Liver Lips, which if that doesn't tell you enough already, uh-huh. and and then <laughs> there's also in like one of the opening scenes this, what I assume to be is a is a young bear or a baby bear, holding a teddy bear, and it looks so unsettling. That's yeah. the thing nightmares are made of. That
1: was really crossing the- Five
0: Nights at Freddy's was inspired by Country Bear Jamboree. Right.
1: Crossing the uncanny valley into. <laughs> This war-tattered hellscape that was the country bear jamboree with the dead-eyed monsters and that baby bear holding another baby bear, which was the most (laughs)
0: frightening character I think I've ever seen. They're all so creepy. and They were all creepy, but that baby bear was the creepiest one. I I couldn't stop audibly laughing the whole show. And as soon as it was over, I needed to go talk to the cast member and tell her how... That was our first time doing it. And it was amazing. We loved it so much. We both bought t-shirts. You got a sweatshirt.
1: I got a sweatshirt. Um, (laughs) I'm still in shock of that performance. I would say. It's so
0: bad that it's good. It was. Like now I have to go every time. I know, yeah.
1: And we almost didn't go see it. It was just I was like oh my god they're starting right yeah. now. Yeah so I, I was busy in.
0: picking out pins and talking to cast members. And in, I said like, the they're outpost. starting let's get in there. <laughs> and we did it. And I thought it would be 12 minutes of my life I couldn't get back. It's 12 minutes of my life I'll never forget.
1: <laughs> yeah that's true. <laughs> and it has provided us with So many jokes, like tons and tons of
0: jokes. We were hopeful it would do that, but we built it up so much in our heads and it somehow exceeded it. Yeah, right. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it was like somehow better. Because if you know anything about Rachel and I in real, like real life... The antithesis of us is Country Bear Jamboree. And how we felt about Country Bear Jamboree is what is convincing me that Rachel and I should absolutely do Hoop-dee-doo review over at Wilderness. It's a dinner show. And we have avoided it because it just seems like everything that we would hate. And now I'm thinking, oh my gosh, we're going to, it's going to be Country Bear Jamboree all over again. We're going to hate it so much that we love it.
1: Yeah, I would say, so I lived in the South. In Georgia for two years and I definitely think among a lot of southerners there is a sense of kind of self-deprecation that comes with a lot of the south knowing that this is sort of the stereotype that exists for the south
0: so I yeah I feel like it was made to be tongue-in-cheek and Mm self-deprecating and I think that's part of what makes it endearing. yeah yeah because a lot of people really do love it and I guess you can now count us among them and it's not for self-deprecating reasons. We I think it's it. just straight up for like how creepy it was. It was,
1: <laughs> it was the weirdest, just the weirdest 12 minutes ever.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. I. But we're definitely going to do it again.
1: Oh, 100%. We're doing it again. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so after our first day at Magic Kingdom, we went to Epcot. And we did two days in a row of Epcot, which was great because we ultimately had this big plan where we were going to focus most of our time both days Mm -hmm. in world showcase. And we were going to spend most of our time the first day going from like Italy to Mexico. And then the next day we were going to spend most of our time going from, what would that be? Canada over to Japan. And we ended up tweaking that slightly, but essentially that is what we did half. Like the first day we spent On the left side, yeah, the world showcase. If you're looking at a map, the left side of World Showcase, and the second day, we... the
1: western side of the world showcase, yes, question mark,
0: but yeah. And the next day, we were at the right side of the world showcase. So, some highlights from that is that uh, we discovered the wine cellar, Tudo Gusto wine cellar in Italy. And that was so charming.
1: It was lovely, yes.
0: It's all the way back deep in Italy. Yeah, it's
1: all the way (laughs) the very tip of the boot. If you were Mm -hmm. going down the map of Italy, way at the back. So you kind of have to go hunting for it, but...
0: It's low lit. It has a lot of comfortable seating, or not a ton, but definitely enough that it... As we long were as to it's not for, totally bumping. Yeah. An and it wasn't. Something.
1: No, it was great.
0: Yeah. We sat for quite a while and yeah. just like relaxed. The cast members there were super friendly and talked to me about, you know, my family uh, came to the Peg US from Italy. will tell anyone
1: that'll listen <laughs> that she is Italian. I am Italian. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: very proud of it. Uh, <sighs> so we talked with her. She did confirm that it, for everyone who is wondering, it is properly pronounced Marinara? No, no, it's not marinara. <laughs> Gosh, Midwesterners. No, it's pronounced marinara, and everyone else is saying it wrong, and I've been right this whole time. Also, fun fact: the plural of a cannoli is cannoli. So whenever Americans are calling a single cannoli, they're actually saying the right. wrong word. It's a cannol.
1: If you want one, it's, it's a, a cannol. Yeah. If you would like. A dozen, as I usually do. It's cannoli. In
0: fairness, if you're asking for cannoli, you're probably right. You do want four or five. You don't really want just one. They're right. delightful.
1: They're like, do you mean cannol? No, I meant cannoli. I'll have five. <laughs> yes.
0: So that, I think Italy that day was one of my favorite.
1: Yeah. I mean, we always love Italy. Of that day. We also had a really cool street performer. Yes. Who was super cool, who was doing juggling and crowd participation and. A lot of whistleblowing. A lot of whistleblowing, yes. Sort of like a mime, <laughs> I guess, but with just a whistle. It was really cool, though.
0: Mm-hmm. We also discovered a couple of the walls. <gasps> That's right. Yeah, we hit up the blueberry wall and the bubblegum wall. Yes. Found those, boom, boom. And the toothpaste wall, too, right? The toothpaste wall that day, yes. And in China, we found this really cool wall that I actually had not heard of anyone really talking about yeah. that had koi fish and, like, waves on it.
1: Yeah, it was super cool, super beautiful great photo spot.
0: And there was a bench.
1: And there was a bench. So you (laughs) want props? Yeah, you could do. You had a one prop. You had a prop.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So another highlight from our Epcot experience was trying out a new restaurant we had not done before, which was Le Cellier in Canada. It was a steakhouse. And I had big plans to have a filet mignon with my brunet sauce. And I ended up going with the lunch prefix menu instead, because the waitress, who was super friendly, suggested that the burger was really good and said that it's made from, you know, like a steak like material beef. <laughs> and, it, and then it has steak
1: like material. <laughs> Delicious. And it had You're selling me. Yeah. All
0: right. No. And it had crab in it as well as lobster. Mm-hmm. I wanted to love it more. It was very savory also to the point of being almost too salty. And I probably wanted more lobster or just straight up giving me steak with my brunet sauce. So I probably would change my, mm, like, or, order if yeah. I went again. But let's talk about the cheddar cheese soup.
1: So good. Yes. So good.
0: We live in Wisconsin where they brag about cheddar cheese soup. Cheddar cheese soup, soup. is this like was a better. thing here.
1: Yes. Oh, it was better. Yeah, it was
0: great. And they said it's been made by the same woman.
1: For 30 years or something? Yeah.
0: Like, it's her the same recipe. same woman
1: has been coming in to make it.
0: Guys, whoever this woman is that's making it, write down her recipe. Record her making it. Yeah. Save that. Because that is the best thing you have there. and I, it's But it's really good.
1: They need to have some sort of insurance policy. They need to have, like, five interns who are there watching her do it all the time. So in the event of an emergency, they are able to take over in her absence. Oh, my
0: gosh. Yeah. And, oh, my God. Just, it's very good. And they give you pretzel bread on the side if you want. Dip that in there. So good. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Yep. Would order it again. (laughs) 13 out of 10. It was great. Well, and you actually don't even have to be in Le Cellier in order to order it. You can get it at one of the, like, snack stations outside. It's like the refreshment port or whichever one's on that side of the World Showcase. You can get that. And
1: Randomly? Yeah. yeah apparently. Yeah. yeah.
0: So do that and you can have your cheddar cheese soup. They also had a very excellent ice wine flight. They did. That I loved. They gave you, I think, three ice wines or four. I enjoyed it thoroughly. It's all sippable. It's not something you're going to drink quickly and it's not a substantial amount. But I knew I always enjoyed ice wine all of them almost kind of tasted like port wines if you enjoy wine and you know what port wines are like they're a bit thicker and definitely more like it's sweet actually very sweet
1: they were very sweet yeah but I great. loved
0: them yeah so that was my overall review of La Cellier recommend and you are um, a person who doesn't eat red meat so what did you think of La Cellier you had like the gnocchi didn't you
1: right I had a moment of being like what did I order yeah I had the gnocchi um I thought it was really good it was very uh summery like when I think of pasta I sometimes think of it as being very heavy and by that I mean everyone thinks of pasta as being very heavy yeah um but it was in a lemon sauce and I thought it was great very um summery and fresh so Mhm. I liked it yeah
0: that's great we had big plans um in general around Epcot we wanted to try out Agent P's World Showcase Adventure, I had sent my boss's family. Um, he's got a child of the age of, like, nine yeah. who uh, tried it out, and she really enjoyed it. And so I was like, oh, well, we should if try if
1: nine-year-old likes
0: it, Meg <laughs> well, is going to love but, it. But in fairness, we really, really enjoy the Pirates Adventure game we we in Magic it. Kingdom mm-hmm. where you're basically looking for clues and then activating... Items in your surroundings to like animate. Yeah. Agent Peas is essentially the same thing. We just didn't, we found we didn't have time to do it. It wasn't that we didn't like it. We would have it. It's that we I were think. busy yeah. doing a whole bunch of other stuff. And because World Showcase is not lacking if you're an adult.
1: That's true.
0: Yeah. We were busy shopping and trying different food and beverages. That's
1: true. This is all
0: true. <laughs> um, we also, of course, went to the Cava del Tequila over in Mexico. My
1: favorite, yes. Loved
0: that. Love it. Um, Nothing
1: not to love at Cava del Tequila.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, and then, I can't believe we almost forgot this, we did a tour in Epcot.
1: We did! We We've, did the land tour, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. Living with the land tour. That's great. I thought it was great. I loved it.
0: It was, it's called Behind the Seeds. It runs just about every hour, I did think. Did I say
1: living with the land tour? You
0: did, but it's part of the living with yeah, the land it attraction is, almost. Yeah. So, behind the seeds, it's only an hour long tour and it's but it's super cost friendly. I think it was like 20 bucks a person.
1: It was not bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we saw all the um we learned all about the terraforming and planting and we had a tour guide that was very knowledgeable and it was super cool. And she was clearly very passionate about the plants at Disney World which is always fun so.
0: I felt like I legitimately learned a lot and someone had described it to me on Twitter as it being a charming tour. That I think charming. that is also I confirmed that. It was quite it is. charming yeah. Yeah they let you take plenty of pictures. Um, they let you try some of their plants.
1: We met. And then we um, ate a cucumber. We ate a cucumber that they had just harvested um, and then we also saw this it, that if you touched it, it would shrivel ah, up. I know. Stanley! Stanley, the very shy plant, so you could touch its leaves and he would, like, shrink up really quickly which was cute, so.
0: Yeah, if it's on our Instagram, so there it's you go. It's on our Instagram,
1: so if you want to check it out, yeah, I have a good demonstration of Stanley. Not
0: exaggerating, you touch the plant's leaves mm-hmm. and it instantly withdraws from you. Yeah. And it's not like a slow, like, it's a pretty quick withdrawal. It's like a jump.
1: Yeah, it was But quick. it doesn't
0: bite you and hurt you, it just, no, it it's just hiding.
1: No, it's like it, um... The leaves all tuck into each other. Really
0: yeah. Really quick. Yeah. Super, super cool. And then they come back out a little bit later. But right. they're, they're trying to...
1: They're apparently a tri- trying to avoid bugs.
0: Which, honestly, I, that's if I took a plant <gasps> form, you I'd would be Stanley. because
1: you don't yeah. like bugs either, so... No, but
0: I did kill a spider falling from the ceiling right before this show.
1: You're so brave.
0: I know. Maybe yeah. I'm becoming Not a Not capes, huh? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, let's see. Another thing we tried out for the first time ever was Sunshine Seasons. Yes! That's a quick service cafeteria, yeah, essentially. Yeah, I don't know why we
1: had never tried it. I guess it's just the there's Lance so Pavilion. many good things to eat at Epcot. It just...
0: People have consistently reviewed Sunshine Seasons as one of the best quick service places on all of Disney property. So I knew that we had to try it.
1: I would put it right up there with Statue Lee Canteen, which I yeah. love. So yeah.
0: I would actually say I enjoyed Sunshine Seasons even more than of these yeah. great. Yeah, I was not disappointed at all. I felt like the, there was a huge variety of food you could get there. Um, they also had, like, not just a variety, but the food was well made and it was like. I don't know. It felt like the sort of thing that you would get excited about eating. It was not general theme park no. food at all. I had they like, had had like different
1: tacos that yes. were excellent. Yes. We had, it was a lot of um, vegetable based things. Yep. Um, but not in a boring way. In a great, exciting way. I so. want
0: to do some research into how they get their food for sunshine seasons because my gut was telling me that a lot of that was locally sourced.
1: Well, um during our tour guide, actually she told us that they serve a lot of food mm-hmm. that they grow in the land area
0: on Disney property. On Disney
1: property. So, yeah, if I had to guess, it was all probably very locally sourced. So.
0: That I'm sure
1: it was very sustainable. I love that. Yeah, I love it. Mhm. It was great.
0: Um moving on through our Epcot experience was so Japan, let's talk about the Japan experience. We ended up canceling our dining reservation for Tepanito because we were feeling so like we just wanted to have a day of lounging and not having to worry about a schedule or much structure. yeah so we're like, let's just go ahead and forego that and just go at our own pace to world showcase. But we still experienced the wonderfulness that is shopping in Japan Ugh. and we wanted to try and did we try. Love it. The pick-a-pearl. Ooh, we
1: would love pick-a-pearl. Yeah. yeah.
0: So you pick out, based on the oysters that you can see in front of you in the container, you pick out however many you pay for. And people always say, get the ugliest one.
1: Get and the- we did.
0: We did. I got we one got that the had, had, like, a, a broken shell. Yeah, yours was,
1: like, broken. Mine <laughs> had this gross big black spot on it that uh-huh. was, like, fuzzy and weird. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so we picked out four oysters, and I ended up getting one that was very, like, standard general. Like, I was not fooled. I understood that that was standard boring size, standard boring color. But then my other one ended up being a bluish, mm-hmm. and those are pretty rare.
1: Apparently, yes. Yes,
0: and it was huge. It, like, almost didn't fit inside the cage that I already had purchased for it. Right. Um, and then you...
1: <gasps> Mine was so special. I got um one pretty standard one. Uh, it was, like, a regular size, but then I got... Twins! Twins! I gray twins out of twins. my one with the big black fuzzy spot on it. So that was exciting. So I turned it those was. into earrings, which are I love. I wear all the time now. So
0: They're so cute. She got her, yes, her silver twins and, yeah. and her earrings. And then I have, I took the other three pearls and made a little, the monorail. It's like a monorail cage. And so each of the little pearls is like a passenger on the monorail. Which is super adorable.
1: It is super cute. And I, like I
0: put it. the big fatty in the middle.
1: The big fatty patty in the
0: middle. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Um. And then another thing that we, I think, I think we should talk about from Epcot, and this is probably the last note we have on Epcot, is our experience on Frozen Ever After. <gasps> yes,
1: I mean, well, we love Frozen Ever After.
0: We had the best characters of human beings sitting in front of us on that ride. You did. It was, so in the front sure. row, Yeah, in the front row was a family, like a, a young couple with a young child who was maybe like three or so, and she was wearing an Elsa dress, and she was so excited, and the dad, in at least in the group photo, appeared to be lifting her up. Yes, in a like, Simba move. <laughs> yes, just like the, the Simba move, uh-huh. Simba Cam, was holding her up to like see Elsa better, and then right behind them was this older couple. I don't know if they were with that family, if they were like the they grandparents, were. they I might think be. Grandparents, yeah. And they were lit up like the Fourth of July and they were somehow recording
1: and taking pictures at the
0: same time oh, on their yes. cell phones. I don't
1: think they missed a single moment of that ride. They took. Except for the entire experience because they were <laughs> busy recording and taking pictures the whole time. They
0: took at least, at least six flash photos in every single scene.
1: Yes. Yes, yes so moral of the story that can really ruin the experience for <laughs> someone else except for us because we are amazing and very um
0: we're kind. kind. Rachel and I looked at each other at a moment on the ride. Like, do we tap them nicely and say, Let's "Please say, stop"? Yeah. And I'm so glad we didn't because we were both like, "No, no, no. Why would you rain on someone else's euphoric they joy?" They
1: were loving it so much.
0: <laughs> they were. When so we, we looked to back, stop
1: you. Right. when we
0: looked back at the picture of the families, all, like all of us in yeah. the boat. You can just see. I've never seen such pure joy on the such euphoria. old adults. I know. Yes, and they were so happy with their cell phones up in the air. So good for them. You yeah. Know? Oh, and then the trio behind, and then it was us looking happy, and then behind us was this like trio that, for whatever reason, had full on ponchos.
1: They were. Yeah. They must have thought they were going to get real wet.
0: <laughs> you you don't.
1: Yeah, you don't get it. You don't, you don't get, don't get wet, wet at
0: all. Yeah. Yeah. So that was. That was Epcot. It was great. I loved it. It was great. All right. And that leads us to our experience at Animal Kingdom. And then I'll finish this up with Epcot again. So Animal Kingdom can only be defined by one word, unfortunately.
1: Is that the torrential rain that we experienced? It rained. It it was the 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 rainiest day. day. Yeah.
0: You know, this time of year in, in Florida, it will rain every day, but it won't rain all day. This day, it rained all day. It rained all day. Yes. And that really took away our ability to do so much. We were I was hoping to get yeah. a bunch of photos there. The photographers all went away. We were part of a dance party. You can see that on Instagram. For literally three seconds before they shut it down because yeah, of rain. They were
1: like, oh Guess who's here to party? Just kidding. We're getting called back in right now. Uh, It's currently not Not even a minute later, they had, like, announced the dance party. We were getting into it already because it was amazing. Chip and Dale.
0: Dressed as dinosaurs. Dressed as dinosaurs.
1: (laughs) Dancing, um, which was super cool. But then as soon as they announced it, they had to pull them back in. So.
0: Yeah. So that was a bummer. But we, so we didn't get to do Expedition Everest, which Mm. I was hoping to do.
1: But... People waited in line still for hours, I think, for Expedition Everest. They sure did. And but I don't know if they got to ride in.
0: You know remember. what Ride Week did get to do? Flight of Passage. Flight
1: of Passage. We also did the Dinosaur USA, which I
0: loved. We did Dinosaur. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So Dinosaur is one I had never done, but we had been talking about. And yes. i had I've had the opportunity to go since 1998 and hadn't done it. And we finally did it. And... I'm not going to lie. I kept my eyes closed through not all of it, but like definitely parts of it. Because I kept thinking the big moment with like the giant dinosaur was going to be a jump scare. And as it turns out, it's not a jump scare.
1: No, it's a very unsettling ride, though. You would have, it would have been too much for you 20 years ago.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: 10-year-old Peggy would have been horrified. Not okay. But I liked it. (laughs) 10-year-old Rachel would have been fine. Well,
0: 30-year-old Rachel enjoyed it. And thirty year old Peg. Loved no, you're it. not thirty. You're twenty eight. <laughs> Whatever. I I'll enjoyed stop. it. Thirty year old Peg enjoyed it.
1: I loved it. It was like one of my new favorite rides, so
0: Yeah. I'd recommend it to anyone who's bolder and I I mean it's an intense ride, so I, I wouldn't put like little kids who are afraid there, of
1: it. I did see some children there. coming off of it that seemed sobbing. very scared. And I was like, Oh no. There were but. kids
0: sobbing on both ends of that queue.
1: That's true. Right in front of us there was a family of um it was like a family and it looked like like, two sets of parents with kids, and one of them started crying, and then it was, like, the domino, all of them. The
0: empathy cry.
1: Yeah, all of them started crying, Mm -hmm. Um, and it probably was too scary for them, but... I think so. I don't know, so...
0: But, okay, so then we went over to Flight of Passage, and that was a ride that, backstory... I went on by myself last year because Rachel was worried that the screens were going to trigger her motion sickness. And in fairness, at the time, they would have probably. Yeah. But now we figured out a combination of medications to fix that situation and so i had shown rachel you know after the trip a video on youtube of what flight of passage looked like and she got so upset like a minute into it that she slammed the lid of my computer closed no i don't want to watch this i don't want to watch this because she's like so jealous that she didn't do it so we had as you listeners know had rearranged almost our entire trip to make sure that we had a fast pass to flight of passage and we went on it and rachel what did you think
1: it was alright. I'm just kidding. It was amazing. <laughs> um it was great. My new favorite ride at Disney World, I think. So
0: She cried.
1: I did. I not she, that much. I didn't cry that hard.
0: She I, there were tears. There were a couple of <laughs> Of and I, and for context, well,
1: ti- well placed tears. There yes.
0: were tears of joy after the ride. Yes,
1: it was wonderful.
0: Because she felt so moved by it the did, experience. It was a religious
1: experience for me. um <laughs> Yes, I would highly recommend it. Also, um I am also a person who doesn't do super well with uh, some motion things. Like I, I mean, you mentioned before I can get motion sick. um
0: Motion simulators is what you're trying yes. to explain. Yeah. Yeah,
1: but. Um, There's, yeah, some things I just don't do as well with, but I think, um, if you can handle soaring, you can do it, I would say it's an easy one to re-ground yourself, so if you just close your eyes or look down at the bicycle-looking thing that you're on, or the seat, sort of, um, it can help, you know, it can help a lot, so.
0: Help you refocus so you don't feel quite as motion sick.
1: Yes, Mm -hmm. kind of, like, ground yourself as you're going through it, so
0: something i was reflecting on about flight of passage not only i mean it's a very popular ride and i think deservedly one of the reasons it's such a popular ride just because of how immersive it makes you feel like it makes you feel like you're in it because you're on that bicycle thing but it feels like it's breathing and then they use the wind elements and the and the smells and mm-hmm. the misting a bit of mist. and yeah. those are all wonderful but at the end of the day you're still on a relatively limited motion bike yeah. looking at a scream. So what is it that I think gets people so into it is that it's set up to be such a positive experience and it's set up to be a rite of passage, mm-hmm. which is, I think, part of what gets people so into it. Like, people don't or didn't like Stitches Great Escape, which probably isn't going to open ever again now. And people don't care for journey into imagination in such large parts because it makes you uncomfortable on purpose and it makes you smell horrible things and people don't like that. The smells that you get on Flight of Passage are wonderful smells and the experience that you're having is designed to be freeing and liberating and so pleasant and beautiful and happy and it is all those things and I think that's what makes people love it so much which is almost like a take-home message like if you want to enjoy, if you want to create a ride that people love, set it up to be something that they're supposed to love. Don't antagonize them on it.
1: Yeah, it was very just peaceful and beautiful, I would say. Very yeah. similar to the Flight of Passage, or not, to, to uh, Soren. Yes. Which, you know, in Epcot, which is you flying over different scenes, um, but very immersive as well, so that was great.
0: We should probably mention Soren too, you know, with Epcot. Last year, when we went on that, or was it even two years ago last year? I don't think you went on it.
1: It was still
0: the California... Wow, okay, so this was like our first time Mm -hmm. going to Disney. I took you on Soren, and it was still the California one, and you did feel very motion sick afterwards. I hated it, yeah. So you refused to go on our honeymoon trip, and I had to go by myself. And this trip, you went on it again, and that was... You did that before Flight of Passage, and you succeeded, and you said how much you liked it, and... That was one where afterwards I like tackle hugged you because I was so proud of you.
1: I'm amazing. What can I say?
0: She's a true Gryffindor. She's <laughs> really actually brave and she's willing to like reface her previous fears. That's true. And now you like it. Yeah. You oh yeah. You do enjoy those rides. I love
1: Sorin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I loved Flight of Passage. It
0: was as great. as everyone should. Those are meant to be great rides, and and, and they really very, are. Yeah, they're great. Mhm. So, Animal Kingdom, all in all, for us, was a positive experience. Basically, I would say, despite the rain.
1: Yeah, I was. I would say I was glad that we had prepared as well as we had for the rain because there are definitely, you'll see people walking around wearing the same, you know, regular tennis shoes with really not great ponchos and they just look <laughs> miserable and I can only imagine how uncomfortable and miserable they must be. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm glad we prepared for it. Always.
0: We did. Yeah. So finally, I guess we'll wrap up our trip review by talking about actually the very middle of our trip, which was we got special event tickets to a Disney After Hours. We did. Which was much anticipated. That's great. And I'm not exaggerating when I say that it felt for me like one of the best nights of my life. And, like, a true Disney fan's dream come true. If you have ever fantasized in some favorite dream about being able. It's like... It was like wedding.
1: It was like Disney After Hours. (laughs) Wedding, college graduation, in that order.
0: Go, from Favorite. top to bottom. <laughs> from top to
1: bottom. Number one, Disney After Hours. Number two, wedding. Number three, college no, graduation. No, wedding. I'm a,
0: I'm a good wife. Wedding was best. Um, <laughs> but, like, right after that, we're talking Disney After It was first. great. If you've ever had a fever dream where you imagined what it would be like to run around Magic Kingdom. With no 12 one there. other people <laughs> in the entire park. No, you ever... Do you want... It, like, I'm... Guys, guys... They let us stay on the rides
1: <gasps> and just did. be like,
0: Do you want to go around again? And I'd be like, Yep, send us through again. Take it
1: again. I know.
0: We got to the point where we were on Space Mountain by ourselves.
1: We were. We, we were on like, Space Mountain. there was like nobody else in the queue,
0: there was no one else there. We, we went through Buzz Lightyear. We didn't get off. We, they're like, just great. stay on as long as you want. And they just kept, like, circling us yeah. around.
1: You just go through a little, like, a 10-foot passage where it's, you know, the end to the beginning that you're in it. So we got <laughs> to go through the secret, mysterious part.
0: We went on splash mountain so many times that a cast member asked us no it was more than that that day well that day a cast member asked us how many times have you been on this ride today i've been working here since three and i i can't count i lost count of how many times i saw you a lot of
1: times we went on that ride
0: and at the end we had a picture of us taken All all alone on splash mountain we
1: also took just happened to be in a picture with the same woman <laughs> at, like, four different rides oh, yeah. somehow, uh, which was really funny. We
0: didn't even realize she was in line no, with us the whole time my dad pointed It was your dad, like
1: dad out. that noticed it that was like, do you know that lady? She's been in a lot of pictures of <laughs> you like, no. and no, weirdly, she just <laughs> happened to be there, so.
0: <laughs> she was having a great yeah, time. She was
1: having a great time, too, so. We
0: took the strategy, if you were wondering, by the way, of working clockwise around the, cl- uh, around the park, starting yeah. with... What is that Adventureland down Adventureland, there, and, and then, then going up to um, Frontierland, Frontierland, then through Liberty Square, then Fantasyland, over to Tomorrowland. Yeah. So that's the sequence in which we did that, and it worked out very nicely. Yeah, they. We do- were able to go on every single attraction yeah. they had open that was worth going on. So like yeah. we we did not do Aladdin the flying carpets but we did we do, do anyway. yeah. <laughs> rachel's looking at me like why would we have done that right exactly right. no so we, didn't... we don't go on
1: that ride normally um <laughs> but we did have everything every else. single thing open but they had the ones that matter open oh yeah the we did that really jungle like
0: cruise splash mountain space mountain big thunder mountain all the mountains we uh seven dwarfs mine train we did all the mountains that night yes that was really cool. I had done all the mountains in one day. I'd never done that before. That was super cool. Mm-hmm.
1: And normally would have been a hundred hours of waiting in a line if you had done, yeah. like, gotten fast passes or anything. So
0: Winnie the Pooh, Peter Pan.
1: Buzz Lightyear.
0: Small World. Small
1: Worlds,
0: Everything. We did them all. I think Pirates. You wrote Haunted in Mansion. your notes
1: that you did 15 rides, but we did 18 rides.
0: Oh my gosh we, we did, did.
1: 18 rides.
0: 18 rides. In three hours. Three hours. Yeah, and they give that? you as much uh complimentary water bottled soda popcorn. and popcorn and then like uh ice cream ice treats. Cream treats too. So the fr- we had a frozen banana they had Mickey Dilly bars but I didn't want to push my luck with dairy. No
1: we both took the frozen <laughs> banana chocolate dipped frozen banana which was actually Sodas like a perfect amount to power you through because you don't You don't want to waste your energy. You know, like, you got to, we were at level 10 for three hours, like, literally sprinting through the park trying to get our (laughs) money's worth because we don't want to waste time walking in between attractions.
0: But it was just, there was no lines. It was great. There were no people. There were parts, there were moments where we were walking and we couldn't see anyone else.
1: That's true. We took some cool pictures.
0: We did. Our photos of us in front of the castle have nobody else in them. Yes. Which is so cool because the photographers were out. Everyone's in a, All the cast members are in a great mood. Yeah. Because we're in such a great mood. Everyone
1: who's there at that time is also in a great mood because there's like, how many, did you say it's only like 3,000 people? I think that's where they cap Which it. Which sounds like a lot, but it was nothing. It's not- it was nobody. And it was amazing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I cannot recommend this event enough to anyone who's a big Disney fan The amount of things that we did in three hours far exceeded the amount of things that we could do in a regular park day. And if you're looking to, and because you can get, you know, a regular park ticket that day and go Mm -hmm. to Disney, go to Magic Kingdom, excuse me, while it's open during regular hours and then also get, and that's what we did. We did do that. So we went to Magic Kingdom during its regular operating hours as well as its after hours event. But if you want to save that money and just splurge on the, not even splurge, it's the it same price as that, a regular yeah. park ticket for the After Hours event, I'd highly recommend it. I've never had a better Disney experience in yeah. my life.
1: And we were kind of on the fence just because of how expensive it is. And I think if we got to do it again, we would just do the After Hours because it was yeah. such...
0: Yeah. It, it came so out great. to like, I think $120 per person, but that's very comparable to a standard yeah. park ticket. And as I said, you do more... In those three hours than you would in a full day. And it's a more positive experience. Because it's not as hot. And it's certainly. It's way, not crowded at, crowded at all. There's <laughs> yeah, nowhere right. I think that's
1: how every Disney experience should be. You should just be allowed in the park for three hours. With 3,000 other people. And yeah, And just like run between different attractions.
0: I will say there was a little bit of. You know swag that comes with the fact that. like They also yeah. give you these. Passes. Special passes to wear as necklaces around your neck. Yeah. And. They look like VIP passes and they say after hours on them. And you wear them starting at like 7 o'clock because after 10 o'clock for us that night hit, they very swiftly filtered out everyone else. And by the way, I was wondering like what happens while people who still have regular park tickets are waiting in line because they can still get in the line at Mm 9.59 for Space Mountain and then stand there the whole time like I'm not going to – I don't have a fast pass like that's going to be forever – Here's how they work around that for those of you who have after-hours passes. They create an exclusive fast-pass line just for after-hours people yeah. so that you don't have to wait in the regular line. So even though there were still regular park guests in there for that first 45 minutes, I didn't see them, and they did not impact my wait times.
1: Yeah, because we... I'm trying to remember what we went on first. Was it maybe Pirates? I think it might uh, have been. Or Jungle Cruise, Jungle one of the Cruise. two. One of those. Um, but we got on... We saw no it was pirates because we walked
0: through the fast pass fast, line. through the
1: pa- fast pass line which of course nobody else has fast passes during that time correct because the park is closed park is closed and so it, there was four people in the line in front of us like there was nobody which was excellent so we got on right away yeah I think they just put us right through the regular fast pass line now that they about did it, because the, nobody else put, nobody would have regular fast passes during that time so
0: yeah it yeah. was such such a great experience. I'll, I could gush about it, honestly, for hours.
1: I know. We could talk about how great it was
0: forever. <laughs> I think everyone who's a Disney fan should it try great. it at some yes. point. If and I'm so chance, glad. It was they've, amazing. They've extended those events to continue uh, throughout the rest of the year and, and at least partially into next year. It looks like it's, being, it's successful for them. It must be a moneymaker for them because they're maintaining it. Mm-hmm. They're obviously getting positive feedback on it. And I've heard from a lot of people that the other Disney parties, like – uh Vicky's or excuse me, <laughs> Mickey's Very Merry Christmas party and Mickey's not so scary Halloween party. A lot of people used to say if you wanted to experience Magic Kingdom and go on the attractions and not have to worry about wait times, those events would cover that. But they've started allowing far more people to go to those events now. Mm-hmm. And I'm just hearing consistent reviews that those events are no longer line free yes and so even for attractions you're still waiting a very long time so if you want to truly 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 go on rides and not have to worry about wait times do the disney after hours and then two other things i wanted to mention because i'm so excited about them we achieved two disney dream milestones on our final night at magic kingdom and we coincidentally did them on back-to-back attractions. We did! Yeah. I do
1: know, just it happened.
0: So, it was the the first, this like the third to last ride, the second to last ride, and then spoiler alert, our very last ride was the People Mover because it's that good and you should make that we your love last ride. We the People
1: Mover. We, <laughs> but, have, we usually start with small world and end with People Mover.
0: That's how it should go. As
1: the way Walt would have intended. <laughs> yes.
0: But so, the third to last thing we did at Magic Kingdom on our last night was we went on Winnie the Pooh because there was no line because mm-hmm. it was fireworks and the ride broke down.
1: I know. And like, what even broke down on Winnie the Pooh? There's so few technical elements in there. You're <laughs> just on a track that goes around. So that we still don't know.
0: But it broke down right when we were in the dead center of the ride. It's we the were in lumps and Woozles. The most
1: terrifying scene in Disney World the <laughs>
0: lumps and Woozles room it stopped moving and at first you're just kind of sitting there in the dark with like that weird elephant cannon going off behind you and then they turned the lights on and they said someone will come get you they made an and you're like oh my god we're getting evacuated yes yes and then mercifully, they turned off the looping audio track. They did, yeah, because so we you didn't only lose in your mind for
1: like ten minutes. or so. It wasn't very long. So. I know.
0: Well, we definitely whipped out our cameras again. Obviously, check out the Instagram. Happy, I know <laughs> it's on there. But we were so excited because I've, in twenty-five years of going to the parks, had never been evacuated from a ride before.
1: Me either. I mean, obviously, yeah. And I've ever been with you, so.
0: They had run a data analysis of how many times that ride had broken down in the last two years.
1: It was us. It was
0: us that broke it. We were number 33 in two years. So you think about that. In two years of, you know, like over 700 days, the ride only broke down 33 times total. And you have to be on the ride during one of those three days. The ride is days. only like
1: four minutes long. Like, so the on. odds
0: of that happening right. are quite rare. And we were as excited as, I mean, the cast members were clearly exasperated, like, oh my goodness. But I was just like, can I, can I take a selfie with this half a lump? And she they did. were like, they were like, Please oh, off. okay, <laughs> no, how about, oh, right, well, she did it.
1: Well, she's already <laughs> doing it, yeah, it was super cool. It was a weird, we were weirdly excited for it, so.
0: You get to get up close. I mean, it's not the coolest ride to be broken down on. Right. But I, I wasn't disappointed.
1: I would love to be broken down in Haunted Mansion and need to walk back through, like, the In Haunted the House. cemetery.
0: I want to be broken <laughs> down really? in the cemetery. I want to be
1: through, like, the hallway.
0: Through the, the first hallway. hallway? The hallway actually scares that me. That would be too scary for me. I can't handle that hallway. Because we always break down in that hallway, but they never evacuate us.
1: Well, I think we just pause for people, like, for the for an accessible yeah yeah
0: Yeah, that we but every time we like straight up pause it is always in that long hallway every time but it's never been well one time i think it was in the attic it's never been in the Mm -hmm. graveyard which i find uh merciful because i don't want to see those heads popping up at me (laughs) over and over again like oh gosh no
1: right we always get stuck by that really drafty spot with like the hallway yeah
0: yeah yep I can pinpoint it. So, the other thing I want to mention, again, happened on our second to last ride right after the Winnie the Pooh breakdown. Uh, We went on. It was a night
1: of. It was a night of. For the record books.
0: It really was. We went on Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger spin for what must have been like the 10th time on the trip. And remember, I went into this trip knowing where the targets were that score the highest amount of points, but it is easier said than done to actually hit them. Yes. Because there's so many lasers going off at but one also, time. the guns are It's hard, hard to orient which one is yours. And they're these giant, bulky, football-shaped <laughs> guns. And you're like, I don't know where the pointy part is. Like, where is this coming where out Where is it of?
1: coming from? Yes.
0: And so, on the last time going through, in the first room with the robot hand, I completely missed it. I didn't get any points. I had, like, 300 points. I
1: took an early lead.
0: You took a strong early lead. You were, like, maybe 200 thousand points away from maxing out
1: yeah it was at the, the score thousand at that moment so yeah
0: that was super cool we got to a point where the ride slowed down for a couple seconds it really was and i was, a, it was in was the perfect like, literally, spot it
1: just slowed down for like three seconds and, and was... i was in
0: the sweet spot yeah <laughs> and i hit zerg at the bottom of his podium and i maxed out the score you did i did i i achieved my other disney was life dream it
1: impressive yes
0: I maxed out the score at nine, 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 nine. And if you look at the score thing at the very end of the ride, that means I'm a galactic hero. And after I got off the ride, there was like this ceremony where they announced it to everyone. They gave
1: you a button. They They gave me a button. They
0: sang. Uh Uh-huh. I got selfie with Zerg. It was great. It was so great, and I was so beaming, and when people asked me what my favorite part of the trip was when I got home, that tended to be the first thing that I mentioned. As it should be. (laughs) Like, I've been going on that ride for 20 years, Yeah. and I had never even come close to maxing out the score, but I finally did it, and so I feel extremely proud, and that, I think, for me, was one of the highlights of my trip. So... Rachel, do you have any other final thoughts on our very long but super fun trip to uh, Disney World?
1: No, it was great. I'm excited to talk about... Uh, we didn't even touch on like the souvenirs and food that we had, so... Holy cow. We'll have to save that for our ne- a next episode. I'm excited for that.
0: I think so, too. I think we have quite a bit to cover in a future episode. So I think that'll do it for us today. Well, Rach, I have had a ton of fun taking a trip down memory lane I honestly think it just makes me want to go back to Disney World even more can we go back
1: very true yes I'm excited to go back
0: okay can we get how about next year and can we drag our friends along that time too <gasps> oh
1: my god I'm so excited to take our friends with us yeah we're demanding that our friends come with us for
0: the we day. we are shout out to our uh, Madison fam you guys know who you are we love you and we're gonna bring you next year okay it's true it's true
1: come and the magic with us
0: <laughs> yes We'll slowly convert and break down everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we want to thank all of our listeners for your enthusiasm, your topic suggestions, and your support. We love hearing from you. We read everything that you write to us. We love the individual messages that you send us. If you enjoyed today's show please remember to subscribe on iTunes as well as rate and review us. Also, and this is pretty exciting for all of you millennials and younger out there, we are now available on Spotify. So if you were listening to us on some other device, but you would prefer, or some other like system, but you would prefer through Spotify, I'm, I'm starting to listen to podcasts on Spotify you can find us there now. Huzzah that's for the youths. That's
1: how the kids do it these days. That's how they do it. <laughs> I just listened to it using the uh, podcast app on oh, no. iTunes. I know. And apparently that's the old way to do it. Wake up,
0: Grandma. Right. I'm already listening <laughs> to
1: the radio, so I might as well do
0: it in the oldest <laughs> way possible. Oh my gosh. Well, we are also available for those who prefer other means. We are available on Google Podcasts, Breaker, Castbox, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public and Stitcher. I'm not going to continue listing those on every future episode ever. So pick your favorites and I'll probably just mention the most common ones in the future. You can of course also bookmark us on Anchor at anchor.fm slash TMS podcast. This has been Peg and Rachel Zisman for those Magic Sparks podcasts. Don't forget, kindness is cool. So make good choices and have a magical day, everybody.